Yeah, so I don't speak pub publicly or have a sermon very often, but a brother challenged a couple of us if we'd like to share. Instead of getting like a main big speaker or whatever in here, maybe a couple of brothers could share on what it means for the resurrection for us. And yeah, I mean, if I can't, if I can't share on that, wow, then... Yeah, I thought to myself, wow, Lord, then my life is pretty shallow because a lot has been happening in the last, I mean, I've been saved now for seven years or eight years, and for the last two years, yeah, the Lord has done a lot. So, yeah, I, I agreed, and I've been having much peace about it. Usually I'd be stressing out, and, but, uh, yeah, so I sure hope uh, you guys can give me a little bit of grace and if I get lost with words, or, hey, if I even say anything that's, that's not true or that can be questionable, there's lots of brothers here that I trust, or even elders, that can back me up. So yeah, if there's anything I missed, or just feel free. Um, I'm just picturing now, as I was singing these uh, words, I just know my dad right now would also be standing up and preaching, and I don't know what he would say if uh, somebody would send him a picture right now, me holding the word and also saying that I'm speak speaking from the word of God. But anyway, yeah. So basically... What I've been enjoying, and I'm just going to take something that I've been enjoying for the last two months. Um, it's been very challenging for me in my life lately, and lots of, uh, lots of anxieties, lots of stresses. And lately, for the last month, I don't know if you guys notice, there's been a lot happening in the world, man. Um, I know of five funerals in the last two weeks or three weeks, and lots of hurts, lots of unknowns, lots of... Uh, yeah, as we say in Genesis, when Adam and Eve were in the Garden of Eden, and the Lord gave them everything. How many times does the Lord say in Genesis, He built it and it was good? And they had a close relationship with the Lord, even, man, when Eve took that apple and ate it. And when they hid, I, I read these words again this morning. And when they had, they could hear the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And I believe that's going to be one day for us. That we'll hear the Lord Jesus. We'll see him face to face. There's so many scriptures. And man, that curse, that has brought a lot of thorn and thistles. For me, in the last two, three weeks, I read through Job these verses sounded really familiar, what's happening in our world. Anyone born of a woman is short of days and full of trouble. Job 14.1, Job 5.7. Yet man is born to trouble as surely as sparks fly upwards. I don't know about you, but I like good days. I like good, happy days, and lately it's not been that. My good friend James and Carmen, the church I went to, lost his wife due to cancer, battling for four years. And we're all in shock. They were actually, as they were digging one grave, this old net guy, I don't know if anybody knows him, he passed away battling cancer. And as they're digging the grave, they heard the news that Sonia passed away. They're all shocked. They kept digging graves. It's quite unbelievable. And I went to that funeral. Um, I've been to lots of funerals. Uh, how to write funerals? Man, I went to my grandpa's funeral a couple of years ago. Looking into that, there they make... They don't have power over death. They look in that grave and the things they, they look in that coffin and things they say would be, yeah, that man died in his coveralls and his work boots. I'm sitting there. They're all wailing, weeping. They make a good picture of death. It just looks like there is absolutely no hope. And wherever they bury that grave, that's where that guy is staying. 
And then I went to this funeral, completely different. I'm actually very thankful that my mom was there. I've been praying for my mom a lot. But this guy, wow, James, he's a strong guy. I really love the guy. And as he was standing here, the coffin was over there. It was completely different news. As he broke down a couple of times, but not too many times, I was actually shocked. I was thinking to myself, if my wife would be laying in there, I don't know what I'd do. I don't even know if I could go to, a fun to my wife's funeral. And he has six, five kids sitting right over here. She's only, she was only 45, I believe. He's, only, he's the same age, roughly. But man, you should have heard that guy talk. The hope, the life, that he'll see her face to face one day. And it was just so different. And I couldn't, I couldn't balance it in myself, realizing the last funeral I was at a Hutterite colony. And man, death, but now life. But this is our, this is our world. People are dying. 10,000 fall to the left, 10,000 fall to the right. This, this, is, this is the curse. Thorn and thistles, that's what, ha that's what happened. We're all cursed. The day we die, we're done. We're literally done. The day we die, we are bound to die again. Or the day we were born, we're die, we're, we'll die again. So yeah, I just want to rephrase these words. I cast my mind to Calvary where Jesus bled and died for me. So in all saying that, where do we go from here? Romans 8.22, the whole creation groans. We ourselves groan eagerly waiting for the adoption, the redemption of our body. Oh, there's hope. There's hope. Redemption. A releasing affected by payment of ransom. Wow. Okay, that, that's... I want that because life, dying, people dying, I don't like that because I don't want to die and it doesn't feel good. But what if, what if this doesn't have to be our home? What if this life of death and left and right, people are falling and this world seems to just go downhill like crazy? Oh, what if there's something better? For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. That's the curse. All have sinned. We're far off. We can't come close to God. We're hiding like Adam because we cannot look that we cannot look our God face to face. We would die. But in the same verse, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Yeah, that's quite amazing. Justified, rendered righteous. Because the Lord Jesus died and you believe, if you confess in your mouth that he is saved and believe in your heart, you shall be saved. Maybe not saved from trouble here, as I've been realizing in my life. The Lord is learning me, that, teaching me that. But from the wrath to come. This life is short. I'll pr I don't know how much time the Lord has given me. Maybe if you're older than me, maybe you get another 10, 20, 30, 40 years. I don't know. But people are even passing away at 50 now. At, there's, it's just so crazy. There's a better place. There's a better place coming. For myself, I say that because I believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And wow, there are a lot of... I can't even scratch the surface. And I don't speak too many sermons. So I don't even know if I'll make a good job about it. But <sighs> Revelation is amazing. 
revealing how close we'll be with the Lord. Curse is gone. Everything is gone. This world is gone. This world of pain. But the only way you get in there is through our Lord Jesus Christ. Very simple. Don't be scared of dying. Well, if you're a non-believer here, be very scared. Because verses like, and these are just parables, but Jesus paints a picture with parables. He put thoughts into people's mind. There will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth. When you see Abram, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out, people will come from east and west and north and south and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. I'm not going to, there's lots of things you could say about this verse, but I'm just taking the small things that I've seen as I went through scripture to see. And I've, I enjoyed this, the feast in the kingdom of God. Where do you want to be? Weeping and gnashing of teeth, and I don't even know what hell is like. I mean, this world is rough. But just imagine hell, no Holy Spirit, you can't repent anymore. Once you're down there, there ain't no getting out. And that's for eternity. That's for eternity. There will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth. I don't even know what that means. It just does not sound good. I'm just trying to paint you a picture. Another portion is Father Abraham, he called out. This is the other, other guy, I, the other portion of scripture I like. He called out, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I am in agony in this flame. Wow. Have mercy on me. This guy is crying out for mercy, but it's over. It's done for. If you live in this world, the Lord is very gracious to you. If you're a non-believer here this morning, the Lord is very gracious because you still have time. Like the thief on the cross, a lot of mercy there. Very gracious. How could the Lord say to this man, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Paradise. Earlier we said the feast in the kingdom of God. Today you will be with me in paradise. And the Lord makes it very sure because he uses words like truly. I say, I tell you, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. You're a believer here this morning. I'm, I'm always, when I think about death, I'm kind of scared and unsure because you kind of think in worldly, fleshly, floating in the clouds. I want my human body, stuff like that. But wow, Kurt, to be absent from your body is to be present with the Lord. That thief on the cross died, and today he was in paradise. That's unbelievable. I can't wait to meet him face to face. Uh, and the only thing, if you're not saved here this morning and you're wondering, oh, yeah, I want to be saved so bad. All this guy did was confess that he is Lord and believe in his heart. Literally, it's the simplest thing in the world. And don't let the devil deceive you. Riches fly away. All these things that look good and they all burn. It's all cursed. There is nothing. Have a home in heaven. Get the keys of heaven. All you have to say when you get to heaven, don't even think about bringing good works, stuff like that. Those are good once you're saved. Good works are very good once you're saved. It's fruits, it's you love the Lord and you do much for him because you love him so much. But when you come up to heaven, 
I don't know how it's going to be, but if somebody would, answer, would have a question, maybe a guy is there or an angel or I don't know, guarding heaven, say, why are you here? And what do you want? I don't know if the Lord, if the Lord Jesus would be standing right there. Or, I'm not sure. All you have to say is, this man, let me in. This man said I can come. Just like the thief probably said. He didn't know much about anything, but I'm sure when he got up there and he had to answer a question, I'm not sure, I'm just paraphrasing or just talking. Um, this guy said I can come. Very easy, very simple. So again, this world is heavy, this world is rough. But hell for eternity, I know I ain't going to be there, but it does not sound good. It's literally like I, let, I read the Goliath story again. It's literally, if you're not saved, that Goliath is in front of you and you have nothing on him. Nothing. We're the Israelites. We're shivering. We're shaking. We're scared of death. But as believers, we don't have to. Even though, I'll use this verse, I don't know if it's out of context or whatever, but the devil prowling around like a roaring lion, that's our life right now. He is just roaring around, killing, deceiving. That's what it seems like in my life as I've been looking around with funerals and people passing away. And, but we have a bigger hope. I'm just, maybe I'm just sharing the gospel, but anyway, it's, it's amazing. Like, and now I want to go to, I might be going a little bit too long with my thing, but I had no clue. I mean, I have only three pages of notes. It's not too much, but... Lord Jesus would even say in Revelations 1.18 to start out, I have the keys of Hades and death. It's amazing. It's amazing. Don't let the devil tell you otherwise. The Lord is in control. Believe in him. And this is an amazing verse that we're... I just write, wrote this in this morning. I had to. He made him who had no sin to be sin for us, that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We all know this verse. I read it over. I read it over so many times. But literally, that means redemption, buying back. He took the tab. He took our sins on his account. He had no sin. He was made sin. We have to understand that. He said, Kurt Mandel, you can come into heaven because I took the tab. There was no sin in me, but I took the tab. If you believe in me, come in here. The one who had no sin. I've been enjoying the Gospels, and man, I live, and there are some rough people in there that dealt with the Lord very, 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 very hard. And I'm like, and the, the way I live is, if I know I'm a little bit better than the other guy, even at work sometimes, I give what, I give him what he deserves. And, oh man, I don't understand this. Like, the God of heaven, I'm even saying that in my flesh and in mind, can't even think that high, but <sighs> taking the tab of sin, it's washed, made clean. And LT says it that way, for God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sins so that we could be made right with God through Christ. The righteousness of God is only because the Lord Jesus died that we may live. Because I'm saved and do good works, that won't get me into heaven even more. It is only, you have to go back, it is only because the day, if I'm a believer for 50 years, 
When I get to heaven, the only thing I'll be able still to say is not, oh man, I preached a message and I did this and I did that, is because 50 years ago, I believe that the Lord Jesus took my sins on his account. That's the only way. And that makes everything better. The Lord Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again, and I will take it to myself that where I am, you may be also. And this is how he died. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And that the day I die, or if I have time to say any words or whatever, these are the words that I would literally say. The Lord Jesus, because you said that, I'm able to say that. Father, Lord in heaven, into your hands I commit my spirit. Done. And then I will be in paradise. Amazing. I mean, I want to share something on paradise and the Garden of Eden and stuff like that, but I, like, I, I listen to so many revelation messages. There's so much, and like, I, I'm just, I was just scared I would say something that wouldn't be, but uh, I've been praying that the Lord would help me on this. And as a believer, so now you know, non-believer, if you're going to hell, this world is even the best that you'll have. But as for Kurt Mandel and the believers here, upward I look and see him there who made an end to all my sin. Revelations 2, 7, I will give to eat from the tree of life, life which is in the midst of the paradise of God. And that tree of life, that can be in so many things. People say it resembles the cross, it resembles Christ's tree of life, but there's so much going on as believers once we're going to be in heaven. There's so many amazing promises. I don't even think I can try and explain how it's going to be like. But, uh, man, just so many verses. should have turned there before, but... This is just one portion I definitely wanted to read. A couple things. He said to John, Come up here, a throne set in heaven, and one sat on the throne. It's unbelievable. I'm going to see the one that sits on the throne. That's the Lord. That's unbelievable. Scripture like in Revelations 5, 2, stood a lamb as though it had been slain. For the life of me, I do not know why the Lord Jesus in heaven would still have the bruises and the stripes and stuff like that. But I want to see that. I want to see that. It's unbelievable. Powerful. Stood a lamb as though it had been slain in heaven. They, overcome, they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb. Yeah, that's redemption. That's, <laughs> that's a good picture of the cross. On their account, Father, forgive them, for they, they know not what they do. I don't know. Galatians 3.13, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law having become a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. I don't want to comment too much because I don't want to say things that I shouldn't. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. The curse of the law, if you think you're righteous, just read one chapter of Leviticus, you'll quickly understand, or a couple of chapters, what is going on there and all these things. It's, it's just, or Deuteronomy, like the law. The day we are born, we are done. We are destined to die. 
Christ has redeemed, again redeemed, a buying back, purchased by the price of his own blood. And that's where we're heading as believers, as revelations. I'll make it short. I'll just stop with that. I, I didn't know where I'll get to, but I have to be quick because there's other guys speaking. Um, just Revelations 21 and 22. If, I mean, you can go read it yourselves. There's so much stuff. I believe everybody has written it. Now I saw a new heaven and a new earth, and the first heaven and the first, first earth had passed away. There was no more sea. Then I, John, saw a holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. These words, holy God saying this, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with man, and he will dwell with them. They shall be his people. God himself will be with them and be their God. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It just doesn't say it once. It's quite unbelievable. Behold, the tabernacle of God is with man. Okay, that's fine. But he says it again, and he will dwell with them. Okay, that's fine. And then he makes it even more sure, and they shall be his people. Okay, well, we get it. And then he says one more time, God himself will be with them. And then he says it one more time, and be their God. It's just unbelievable. It's so sure. I make all things new. Right, for these words are faith, true and faithful. It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give of the fountain of the water of life freely to him who thirsts. Who overcomes shall inherit all things. And again, I will be his God and he shall be my son. I didn't have a good relationship with my dad. And I sure hope he gets saved one day so maybe we can hang out more. I don't know how heaven's going to be again. I'm just thinking. But the day I left the colony is... Oh, I can't understand that why the Lord would say, I will be his God and he shall be my son. <laughs> strong words, strong, intimate words. I don't understand, but this is what we're celebrating here. It's a free gift. All you have to do is confess and believe or believe and confess, whatever. The Lord knows your heart. He shows them more stuff. Come, I will show you the bride, the lamb's, the lamb's wife. Wow, can't wait for that. Show me a great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven from God, having the glory of God. And just this to end. I sure hope I, I wanted just to give the believers, the, if there's anybody who doesn't believe the Lord Jesus Christ, I just wanted to share him with him. And if there's believers here, um, I just wanted to share that with them because I believe everybody's going through some hard times. God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. I don't care what you say, but you take everything away from this life. Take my money, take my house, take my everything. But I do not like to hurt. I do not like to cry. I do not like to not feel well. I don't enjoy that. That is the worst thing. And reading this again, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes, not the angel of God or somebody. How the Lord will do that, I don't know. If I get up to heaven, I sure hope the line isn't long for that, but wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. 
I don't know what the heaven will be like, but even just that, I, I don't understand. Walking around in the Garden of Eden with the Lord in the cool of the day. Hopefully that tree is not there anymore because I'd probably be the first one to partake of it. That's just a side note. I didn't, I'm not blaming anybody, anything, but... It just, yeah, it brings a new picture. No more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. And in, in tw chapter 22, it says again, He showed me a pure river, water of life, clear as crystal, proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb in the middle of its streets. On either side of the river was the tree of life. The door is open again, which bore twelve fruits, each yielding to his fruit. Verse 3, and you shall, again, there shall be no more curse, but the throne of God and the Lamb of God shall be in it, and his servants shall serve him. They shall see his face, and his name shall be on their foreheads. There shall be no night there. They need no lamp nor light of the sun, for the Lord God gives them light, and they shall reign forever and ever. These words are faithful and true. Oh, blessed are those who do his commandments that they may have the right to the tree of life and may enter through the gates into the city. But yeah, so in short, that was only my thing I had. So I sure hope it blessed you. And if you're a non-believer here this morning, just this is the end of the Bible here. Spirit and the bride say, come. Let him who hears say, come. And let him who thirsts come, whoever desires. Let him take the water of life freely. It's pretty, it's free. And it's much better than anything this world can offer. Buy a new truck, that thing lasts 10 years. Buy a house, you have to upgrade in 50 or 20, I don't know. But yeah, if I can just encourage us, believers, we have much hope. I'm saying this to myself because I, very challenging for the last couple of weeks, months. We have much to live for. Our home is not here. We live for a, a home that, again, as I just read, that the Lord has been preparing for us for 2,000 years and who knows what else. And we've seen how he built the world and the Garden of Eden. I have no clue or I can't even comment, but just the scriptures that I shared to us. And that is what we have. And that is what we have if we believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. A home in heaven, absent from the body, present with the Lord. Paul would say it is better. It is better. He wanted to go home. He wanted to go home. Sometimes I want to as well, but there's much work left here. And yeah, just so. I'll stop there. Hopefully it encouraged you. And uh, Brandon, if you want to come up, I can pray for you first, and then you can uh, take it away. <laughs> so, uh, Lord, I'm just, uh, yeah, if there was anything said that didn't make sense or whatever, uh, Holy Spirit dwells within us. Um, just make things right and just to shuffle things around and just make, uh, make these words perfect. I was reading from your holy word. So yeah, there's much power in that. So as I just pray for my other brother, I just pray that you give him, uh, yeah, peace that surpasses all understanding. I was very peaceful. I don't understand. Usually I would get so stressed out and anxious and it's quite amazing. So if anything even made sense to anybody, that's amazing because... <laughs> It was, uh, yeah. Anyway, I lift up my brother Brandon to you. Um, even thank you that he was willing, Lord, to exercise his gift. 
And yeah, just bless him. Be merciful to him and just uh, speak through him. We're only vessels, Lord. We're only vessels. We're doing this for you, not for us. So make much of your name through Brandon this morning. Amen.